hey you guys what's going on welcome to the camera adds 10 pounds that's right i'm your host peter sirs what's up and you guys i gotta do it before we start as always this podcast is brought to you by my good friends at the perfect shaker i got it right this time perfect shaker was created to create literally the perfect shaker a shaker cup that you could mix your proteins in you could mix your pre-workouts in you don't have to worry about it being all clumpy and whatnot it mixes perfectly and also it uh, doesn't leak leak free guarantee um, unless you drop it off the top of a stair stepper like I have many times and then in, in which case sometimes they do crack um, but oftentimes uh, even before I worked with uh, these guys, you know, I would be like, oh no, my Thor shaker broke or whatever. And they would send me a new one. So it's a great company. I've God, we've been working together for what, eight years, I think seven years at the least. Um, and I love their products. They have shaker cups. Like I said, they have, uh, workout towels. The best, I love their workout towels. They have wrist straps, wrist straps, meal prep containers, vitamin containers, um, you name it. It's a fit, if it's a fitness accessory, they have it. So do yourselves a favor, go to perfectshaker.com, enter the promo code 10 pounds, the word 10, the word pounds, you will save 15% off of your order. And as always, this podcast is brought to you by my good friends at Bucked Up Supplements bucked up you guys i am 44 years young now you guys i know it's it's it just sounds weird coming out of my mouth because when i was in my 20s let alone when i was a teenager my idea of what 44 was was vastly different than what it is now but um it's because i feel good you know i i feel great i feel not 44 i there's no way in hell my parents at my age, you know, when my parents were my age, they were doing the shit that I'm doing and maintaining the level of fitness that I'm maintaining, or a lot of people for that matter. So, um, but the reason I say that, all of the supplements I take are bucked up supplements. So from the multivitamin to the pre-workout to the amino acids to I'm taking CLA right now to help burn a little bit more fat. I'm taking their natural testosterone booster, rut. I'm taking so many things. And like I said, I look and feel good. So uh, if you want to get in shape or if you're already in shape, you want to get into better shape, you want to lose body fat, gain muscle. They even have a new line now for endurance athletes like myself. Um, I love that too, full bore. And then they have the IV now as well. So many things, dude. I could literally spend all of my money on bucked up supplements and look even better than I look right now. And that's pretty good. So anyway, uh, if you're interested in any of those things, do yourselves a favor, go to buckedup.com, enter the promo code 10 pounds, the number 10 and the word pounds, and you will save 20% off your order. There's even a sample pack you can order. What? I know. So uh, like I said, do yourselves a favor. And if yeah, the sample packs are great because you don't have to commit you know, to a full month long supply of something. You can do a few days or whatever. There's even a, I don't, I don't know if I have it, but if you're, if you're like a guy like me, that's in his mid to late thirties or over that forties, even fifties, even, you know, our testosterone levels go down. One of the things that you can do obviously is lift weights, but also, you know, you can get, I mean, you could take steroids, but if you don't want to do that, you can take vitamins that boosts your natural testosterone production like rut. So I, I, my point was they have a special going, it's like buy one, get one free. So you get a whole month supply and then you get a month free. Um, I don't know if I have the code, but if I have it, if I find it, I'll share it. It's been going around. Um, so anyway, a lot of, uh, a lot of feedback from last week <laughs> uh, on the witch episode. And if you haven't listened to last week, holy fuck, go back, listen to, uh, listen to the interview that I did with Linda and John, who are witches. And, you know, I, I'm old enough now and I'm, I'm wise enough now, you know, I'm still, I'm still dumb, but I'm also wise now, wiser, I would say, let's, let's say that I'm much wiser now than I was when I was younger and I'm wise enough to know that I don't have all the answers to everything and what's great about life or not great depending on how you look at it is you might think you have all the answers and then you learn something and you're like wow I didn't fucking know that I don't have all the answers uh, I don't have all the answers 
And as I as I've gotten older, you know, I've learned that you know some of the things that we learned when we were younger, maybe are not are no longer true. Maybe they've been disproven. Maybe there's just new information that's come to light, and that could be said with anything from from medicine to you know actual historical facts to you know what we know i mean remember we grew up there was nine planets in the solar system and then at some point i don't know 10 15 years ago they're like actually pluto's not a planet and you're like motherfuckers there's nine planets in the solar system and then a few years ago again they're like actually pluto is a planet and actually oh there's infinite galaxies so there's hundreds and probably thousands of planets we're like what and now aliens are it's just we learn so many things you guys okay and so with that being said i'm open-minded to every possibility i would love for there to be fucking vampires that is no secret anyone who knows me or follows me knows that i would love for vampires to be real i would love to be a vampire i don't want to kill anybody I would be one of those vampires like a Stefan or like a Edward Cullen who, you know, just preys on animals like uh, like Brad Pitt. You know, what was his name? Louis in an interview with the vampire. You know, he didn't want to kill people. He would just eat, you know, drink rat blood and whatever. Like I would probably do that. So I guess I'd be like a vegan vampire. But I've always been fascinated by vampires from I don't know where my earliest obsession came. If I had to guess. I'd say The Lost Boys, which was one of my favorite movies as a kid, and, you know, probably still one of my favorite movies. I mean, it, it holds up, dude. It, the, the thing is, is, like, there's so many things about the movie that are so 80s, like the music and the, you know, the way they're dressed and whatnot, and, like, how the gang looks, and, I don't know, it's very 80s. But at the same time, like, that movie... The Lost Boys and the Goonies were like, I mean, if you were a kid and you wanted, you know, you had a vivid imagination like I do, obviously, those two movies were just all about adventure and kids having adventures. Stand By a little bit more, uh, a little bit also, but Stand By was very like, that was a dark movie. <laughs> There's a lot of murder and fucking, you know, abuse and just like, that's a, that's a tough movie to go back and watch, but lost boys i loved so maybe that's where my love of vampires and kind of the mystique of them all you know because the guy uh oh god david is that his name Kiefer sutherland's character i'm pretty sure it was david um he was just like even though he knew he was the bad guy he was also just so cool and then when michael became a vampire like he was the good vampire you're like okay see vampires can be good and obviously uh what's her name uh her name was Star in the movie, but I'm trying to think of what her real name is in real life because she was, you know, kind of a really hot commodity in Hollywood for a while. God damn it. I'm going to forget her name. It's going to come to me. She was on Entourage, you know, when Entourage was on. Jamie Gertz. There we go. You're welcome. Um, but, I mean, she was so hot back then. She was also in Less Than Zero, which is a great movie. If you've never seen Less Than Zero... Um, highly recommend it. Go back. It's a movie with a very young and talented Robert Downey Jr. Probably one of the movies. I know Charlie Chaplin was kind of like his, like, I guess, big, like, big breakout role, you know. I think it was called Chaplin, where he played Charlie Chaplin. But less than zero, dude. He plays like a fucking druggie, and that shit is also dark, but it's a really good movie. And Jamie Gertz is one of the leads in that movie as well. But anyway always love vampires would love for them to be real it's possible they're not you know but you know again we learn things um you know a few years ago 10 years ago 20 years ago you know alien you told people aliens were real you fucking look like a psychopath and a crazy person and whatever and now they're having you know they're having hearings in the senate about aliens and there's whistleblowers that used to work for the Navy and the the CIA and you're they're talking about it and it's televised and no one fucking cares which is really bizarre to me and I don't know I mean I have a clip and I can't I can't play it right now because um, I'm driving you're welcome yeah I'm driving and podcasting <laughs> that's how busy I've been I've been on the road non-stop the last few days I love it though but um, there's this actually no I can't it'll be too dangerous <laughs> 
If I was driving like on a, a familiar route, I'm actually, as we speak, I'm driving through the mountains and kind of the desert in New Mexico heading to a gig. Um, and I think there's a police officer right there. Hang on, I'm going to put the phone down. That's just security next to something for some reason. There's some weird shit in New Mexico. There's like a, a lot of government, like, keep out. This is property owned by the government stuff here. And again, <laughs> I, I want I to also believe that UFOs and aliens are real. Uh, we talked about it on the podcast last week about when we were talking about the witches because it's kind of... I feel like there's parallels, you know, to what some of the stuff that John was talking about and what I know or what I think I know about how aliens operate and such. Um, I think they li- I think they're here already. I think they're among us, but we can't see them because they are in another dimension. That's what I think. I don't know it to be true. I have no proof other than what I've heard and just all the documentaries and podcasts and everything that I've listened to they travel interdimensionally which is probably why if the government does know which it appears they do that they have never brought it to the public because most people just can't fathom interdimensional travel or even the fact that there's other dimensions in the first place but with that being said you know witchcraft is definitely you know, an issue that, you know, some people just completely deny is possible. And then other people are like hardcore, like, yeah, that's, that's real, you know? And I, I don't know where I stand. I know that Linda and John shared some incredible stories and some fascinating information. Um, Who am I to say that I, 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 I think they could be telling the truth. Like, why not? You know, I'm not, I'm not skeptical. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm skeptical of everything, but you know, who's to say that John hasn't been to the dark side of the moon and hasn't been to Antarctica via astral projecting? Like the thing is, is, you know, and and it's, it's hard because I do watch so many movies and so many TV shows and all the shows that I watch, I think, for the most part, if it's not a documentary, because I, 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 you know, we all like a good documentary. Now, I don't watch any of the murder documentaries that are super popular. I like to watch, you know, like I saw this. Uh, I, I know I mentioned it last week, but oops. Uh, I watched this documentary called Vatican Girl, and it's this fascinating story about this girl I, I, I kind of touched on it last week where she lived in the Vatican why is it so staticky I don't know why guys I'm sorry she lived in the Vatican in Vatican City which I don't know how many people but there's not a lot of people that live in Vatican City but she went to school in Italy on the Italy side so Vatican City is a country within Italy if you've never been there I've never been there either but I know enough about it um, so it's it's in Rome but it itself is its own god i'm sorry you guys for the static i can't really figure out what's going on and like i said i'm driving so it appears to be gone now we'll see um so yeah the vatican city in rome but it's its own country so she lived with her family in vatican city but went to school in the italy side in rome somewhere disappeared uh people were saying that they had her and there's this whole thing and maybe the church knew maybe they didn't um it seemed at times like the pope would make announcements about it like in his speeches and stuff and there's just like these hidden clues that it appears that he like the the church definitely knew where she was um and then it there's a paper trail of the church sending money to people like to care for her and it's just this whole thing 
and they reopened the case like a few uh, like a year ago or so because it it never was closed and there's people that said they saw her like in Greece I think I don't know I'm doing it a disservice it's been a minute since I've seen it but just fascinating or you know I've watched uh, you know I've talked about it before but I watched Ancient Apocalypse which is another fascinating fucking documentary again something that makes you question what you were taught because this guy Graham Hancock is a scientist archaeologist reporter um, and he has proven he has a lot of evidence from other archaeologists and people that are kind of outside the inner circle and uh, you know basically they have proof that a lot of the pyramids are older than we thought and all the archaeologists who kind of initially figured out how old the pyramids are want to deny the evidence but there's a lot of evidence that there were these civilizations that were around way before we think that there were civilizations around and that they were advanced in some way like we don't know how but there's all these structures that are aligned with the stars and the summer solstice and it's it's fucking bananas dude because you think about thousands of years ago and here are these massive structures how did they move the bricks first of all and the rocks and everything to build these things in the first place in some instances hundreds of miles if not through telekinesis or maybe they had some sort of transport system maybe there you know there's studies that show that Egypt once was flowing with water thousands and thousands of years it's just it's a whole fucking thing dude and you know he has like I said a lot of proof from scientists that these things are older and there's these civilizations that were advanced just not in the way we're advanced you know our advance is all about digital advancements you know we have computers and the internet and cell phones and whatnot and there's could have been a different way of you know maybe communicating telekinetically i mean i we don't know there's no there's no proof but no one can can really tell us how the pyramids were built and when they were built like for sure well he has it's i don't know go fucking watch ancient apocalypse dude there's structures in the united states that are thousands of years old which predate the native americans where who we thought were the first people here and it's it's fucking insane and and as as i'm driving right now through new mexico you know i i went through this hike um it's called petroglyph national park and there's this whole park of volcanic rock that's you know thrown all over the place uh, i guess there was an volcano well, albuquerque is like a bunch of volcanoes or one volcano or i can't quite i didn't do all the research but there was definitely a volcano in albuquerque somewhere um, it hasn't erupted in over like 150,000 years so it's they they say it's dormant but they can't say for certain if it's completely extinct it just hasn't erupted in 150,000 years which is fucking bananas i think i told you guys a while back i was i went uh, up north somewhere i forget where i was creek creek lake or clear lake and the whole town is on a fucking volcano that same thing like it hasn't erupted in 100,000 years but it might like you know when you think about when you think about history of the earth and I don't, I don't I'm not a fucking I'm not an archaeologist I'm not a geologist you know but you know I, I took enough classes and learned about this stuff like you know we know that the earth is like what like I don't know like 5 billion years old I think or I don't know fucking it's billions of years old right which is a number that we can't really grasp because that's just so I mean our life is such a a minuscule piece of you know that you know we live to be what 70 80 100 105 like you know what i mean and when you're talking billions of years you're just like okay well that i, I just can't you know the dinosaurs were here millions of years ago and you're like okay that i i can't fathom that you know um and it's just really interesting but um 
so the, these petroglyphs are, you know, hundreds of years old. Some say they might be a couple thousand years old. And it's just these, these writings with, you know, these symbols on the rocks and nobody knows what they mean. Like some of them have like little descriptions on what they think they mean. But then underneath it, on most of them, it says the only people that really know what these mean are the people that created them. And they're not around anymore to, you know, explain what what they may or may not mean. And one of them, you guys, looks like a fucking alien ship shining a light down. I shit you not. And I, I if you go to actually, well, by the time you hear this, they won't be posted. But it might still be on my Instagram stories. I don't know. Probably not, actually. It probably would have gone away. But I posted it on my Instagram stories. And I posted a picture of a UFO with light coming down and I you know share a video of this petroglyph and it it fucking looks the same dude and I mean who knows you know we know that New Mexico is where Roswell went Roswell is you know and Roswell famously UFO crash in what like 1950 I think or 49 or something like that I don't remember when Roswell was and like I said I'm driving but if you know anything about Roswell, you know that uh, initially the government was like, yeah, we found a fucking spacecraft. Like that was in the paper. Like that was the official statements. And then people lost their shit. And then the, the government retracted it and said, oh, actually, no, we were misinformed. It was a weather balloon. But, you know, allegedly they found pieces of spacecraft and bodies and you know there's all sorts of myths and whatnot that have been you know developed since then you know and I mean who's to who's to say you know there's there's so much quote-unquote like proof and stories and it's just like I don't know but those petroglyphs look like the, the one that I fucking went it looks like a fucking UFO and so and if you believe some of these other stories from some of these other cultures like they talk about these lights coming from the sky and maybe that is why these ancient civilizations were so sophisticated and able to build these pyramids and align them perfectly with the summer solstice with the the winter solstice with you know the moon and the full moon and the stars and you can see the stars all the constellations at a certain angle like it's it's fucking amazing and if you just open your mind a little bit you know like you know I grew up Catholic you know I believe in God and you know I have I have my gripes with the Catholic Church and how they've handled some things uh, mostly you know not getting rid of priests that have been molesting children knowingly and moving them instead to other cities so they could do the same fucking shit have you seen what's the fucking movie god damn it it's gonna bother me it's about that like damn it i'm so not on top of my facts today it won it won an award mark ruffalo's in it fucking uh it's gonna bother me god damn it I, i got jamie gertz so maybe i'll be able to get uh the movie title will come to me maybe it won't i don't know um but you know stuff like that and you know how you know i remember being a kid and them uh telling us that basically everything that we did was a sin <laughs> i went to i used to go i don't know i don't know if i talked about it on this podcast but when i was you know i was very involved in my church as you know when i was like in junior high and high school you know i went through all of the sacraments, got my first, com- my, 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 re- my reconciliation, my first communion, you know, I'd go to confession, I, I made my confirmation, I haven't been married, I haven't gotten that sacrifice yet, <laughs> and honestly, if I, if I get married, I don't think I'll get married in a church, I don't know, but I, I wouldn't want, if I, if I meet somebody that's not Catholic, and she's, quote unquote, the one, um, because at this point probably is right like (laughs) um but i wouldn't want her to go through all the steps that you have to go through um for catholicism you know you got to take classes and whatnot it's just like i don't fucking need that and my parents aren't around anymore and my grandparents aren't around anymore so it's like there's 
really no reason for me to go through all that. Like, but anyway, um, yeah, I was very involved in church. So I, I do still believe in God and everything. I just kind of have my own interpretation of certain things, you know, because I also kind of believe in certain sciences and especially when there's evidence of things happening. So I think all of these things can exist. I'm actually really curious, curious. I don't know why I put a T at the end. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this. There's a church. Um, I want to say it's called the Church of Jesus Christ and Science or the Church of Christ Science or something like that. And I'd be really curious to see what they teach and what they believe because if they're involving church and science that could be interesting um but anyway back to the witch stuff like i just think that you know you got to be open-minded man like you know don't be afraid to learn new things and learn new things to be true and you know i was just talking to um one of my old uh one of my friends in Oklahoma City and she had posted a picture of this book she was reading and it looked familiar um, and I messaged her and she's reading um, Killers of the Flower Moon which is a, uh, I've talked about it on here before but it's a book I read when I was in Oklahoma because I just wanted to learn everything about Oklahoma and it's basically a book about um, there's a movie coming out right now that's why it's kind of relevant it, or i don't know when it comes out but I, I think it comes out like in november december probably like you know when all the movies that are going to be nominated for awards come out it's directed by martin scorsese leonardo dicaprio's in it i think is claire holt in it i think she is one of my celebrity crushes i think she's in it also but it's basically about um i'm gonna do it somewhat justice i think um, the Osage Indian tribe, native tribe, indigenous tribe, whatever you want to call it, um, they were originally in Kansas, I want to say, and you know they they were they were natives, so you know they had you know they had they had plants, they had you know they lived on the plains, so they were able to kill buffalo and you know ride horses and get all the meat they needed and get the buffalo and get their skin and just you know all the things that natives do they were doing it and they were fucking living it up man and then the government came along the u.s government and was like hey guys we need this land sorry it's ours now sorry so sad trail of tears right which is where all natives were ripped of their land it's you know look that up we kind of learned that but we don't really learn the extent of it um and they relocated him to this land in oklahoma now, the government had no idea, but they moved him to this land, and the land that they moved him to did not have as much, did not have as much vegetation, did not have as much uh, of the plenty, you know, they, they were not able to live off of the land like they were in Kansas. However, what the land did have was oil buried underneath it. And when they discovered it, everybody suddenly in that tribe became millionaires, which I think it was either late 1800s or early 1900s. They became millionaires, which back then they uh, the equivalent would be like they'd be billionaires now because of the oil they found. That's how much oil was there. And so the government wasn't recognizing natives as real citizens. So they didn't allow them to spend all their money. All of the natives were given um like handlers for their money and long story short but one by one um these natives were they started to just die in mysterious ways somebody would drown quote unquote somebody's house would explode someone would die in their sleep someone would get shot and like someone would die in a fire and all these things and so they started investigating it and they found that there was a group of people that conspired to basically, you know, and a lot of, and some of these guys were marrying into the family too, like marrying these native women so that they could kill them and then inherit all of their wealth. And it was a whole thing. And basically that's why, uh, who was it? Not, is it Eisenhower? I think was president at the time. And that's why they created the uh, the FBI, because there were law enforcement involved. What? Crooked cops? Who would have thought? 
um, yeah, like they found out that there were cops and, you know, very important political figures, mayors and whatnot involved in this conspiracy to basically murder all these Osage members. And so they knew that they couldn't rely on the police department to investigate their own. So they basically developed the CIA, the CIA, the FBI to, you know, to, uh, to study and look into, you know, the crimes of citizens. And that's how the FBI came to be. It's a fucking fascinating book. But anyway, they're coming out with a movie about it, like I said. And the thing is that we never learned that. Like, you would never have learned that in school. And even people in Oklahoma don't learn that, you know. And it's just very interesting that there's just things that we didn't learn or things that we learned that we learned were later not true. You know, like we said, Christopher Columbus didn't discover America, but that's what the schools taught us back in the day. So my point is I'm wise enough now to know that I don't know everything but I have an open mind and I'm willing to learn what I don't know. And I'm willing to unlearn things to get to the truth. And does that make me a conspiracy person? I, I don't think so. Although, <laughs> you know, every once in a while, these conspiracies, they turn out to be real. And you're like, holy fuck, dude, that's real. They were, they were not talking about it. They didn't want to talk about it. But now we know that this is real. This is a real fucking thing it's not a conspiracy it really happened and it's just it's fucking i think it like i said i think it's silly to to just rule out and not be willing to relearn things or unlearn things so do witches really exist i'd like to think they do you know it's 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 scary because it's so unknown and you know when linda was talking about people using it for good and people using it for bad and how she's kind of in the middle you're like oh shit you know but i mean you know i think anybody pushed a certain way can do anything you know what would you do if your life was on the line or you know one of my favorite shows walking dead or used to be one of my favorite shows i stopped watching it after rick left but you know you watch that and the show yeah it's about zombies but really what the show is about is the human condition and what we're willing to do a to survive or that's it basically like what humans will do to survive do you do you join with other people and help each other survive or do you go and just take what you need from other people and if you kill them in the process you know it's all in the name of survival survival of the fittest like what are we forced to do and so you know, you, you think if you're a witch and someone wrongs you in a bad way, I mean, I've, I mean, I haven't really been wronged, wronged, I guess, you know, I have a heartbroken, so that's not really wrong, but like, you know, I've had some fucked up shit happen to me, but like, you know, what if I had, you know, I don't even want to go there, but like, what if I had a kid and someone murdered my kid or what if, you know, like, you know, what would you do? You know, maybe you would fucking put a spell on that person or, you know, so... I don't know I, I loved the feedback you know I'm definitely gonna have them back on I have so many more questions um, I, I I meant to do like a manifestation spell um, last week but like I said I've been so busy there is a full moon coming in and I was gonna try it and whatever but I just didn't get around so we'll try it next month and you know we'll see what happens man <laughs> um, but I appreciate everybody kind of chiming in about it and stuff I thought that, that was really fun but I did want to talk about um, although we've we've been uh, <laughs> we talked about a lot of stuff so far um, just my last weekend in Arizona um, I just f- fuck man I, you know I, I've really poured my 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 soul into some of these episodes you know episode about breaking up with Ashton and all that stuff like in you know how some of the episodes that I was doing during COVID and when I was in Oklahoma and like I've really shared my thoughts on this podcast and I'm always very honest with you guys you know some people you know have told me that they like when I'm just when it's just me and I'm just 
you know, talking about things like really from the heart, not just like about the world, but like when I'm really talking. And, you know, it's I like I like mixing it. You know, I like having guests and learning new things and finding out about how people do things. Um, Like I said, like, you know, I did with Linda. I like bringing some of my comedian friends on, you know, so you guys can learn about them. And, you know, I, I love doing that. And also just some of the other people I've had. But I also just like, you know, there, there's really like, I guess people write blogs and whatever, but it's just like, what better just to talk into a microphone and just fucking put those thoughts out there. And, you know, I'm very uh, vocal and honest about how things work comedy wise. You know, we, we get paid a certain amount. We are oftentimes not given hotel when we perform in places Um, sometimes it's a guaranteed amount of money sometimes it's a door deal where the money I make is you know depending on how many tickets I sell I mean there's just so many different things there's bonuses if you sell out and there's just a whole range of things and I also talk about you know how we sell merch like merch for comedians is one of the ways we're able to kind of get that profit up because you know if we're only getting paid a few hundred bucks and it costs you you know a few hundred bucks to get there or to stay there you know like you know I'm lucky enough you know I've talked about it a million times but like whenever I go to Dallas I can stay at my best friend's house so I can save money and make a little bit more profit whenever I perform in the Dallas area Um, same thing like when I was in Minneapolis you know so many people I mean matter of fact this uh I came to Albuquerque um this week and I had a hotel I had a hotel for the nights that I was performing but on the night I wasn't performing you know I I hit up my cousin um Bruce shout out to Bruce he's actually like my second cousin that I barely met for the first time a few years ago the last time I was in Albuquerque or the last time I performed in Albuquerque I should say Um, because I passed through several times since then but um, I met him for the first time and you know we've kept in contact and stuff it's always cool for me to meet family that's one of the great things about this job getting to travel to different places and meeting family that I've never met before so I stayed at his house um, but you know sometimes I don't know people in a city so I got to get a hotel because I'm not giving they're not giving me one and so then that cuts into my profit so I was making a decent amount of money this past weekend but what I didn't know was, I, I guess I, I did find out, but the guy that I was opening for, and I'm going to leave his name out of this because I'm going to talk a lot of shit right now. Um, he was filming his special that weekend. And so I'm like, cool, you know, whatever, that's cool. You know, it's always fun when there's cameras around and stuff and whatever. Um, and since I'm going to be opening for that, like, I'm kind of responsible for helping get the crowd going so that they're really into it by the time he goes on stage you know and uh whatever fine right and then and the thing is i love working these clubs house of comedy every time i've worked them i've worked the one in edmonton i've worked the one in minneapolis i've worked the one in phoenix and i always sell so much merch when i like when I worked in Edmonton, I told you guys after I had gotten back, that was a few months ago, but I made more money that weekend than I ever made doing stand-up comedy, ever, between merch and what I got paid, because they pay pretty well, it's a good it's a, it's a, it's a good paying club, I can't wait till I'm actually headlining uh, the weekends there, because it's a good payday. Um, they give you, you know, again, sell-out bonuses and whatever, but I sell a lot of merch at those clubs, so I was kind of in my head kind of thinking about potentially what I could make, you know, and then right before I'm about, so I have stuff that I sell. I have a couple different t-shirts I sell. As a matter of fact, I have two t-shirts I sell. I have one that says, stop letting stupid people have kids. And it's, it goes along with the joke that I tell. And then I have my get laughs or die trying t-shirts that I sell now. I used to have hoodies. I still have hoodies, I guess. If you want one, you got a special order. It's too hot to get to, to take them with me to places no one's going to buy a hoodie right now but I have t-shirts with my logo get laughs or die trying I sell wristbands 
um, little plastic rubber wristbands and now I made a new shirt that I will release this week actually as you guys listen to this you want one fucking hit me up DM me I put it on my Instagram and my Facebook earlier this week but we're getting them in this weekend um, this great design that my friend Anita designed she does most of my designs for stuff she's great um, she's always able to I can I don't know how to draw graphics for shit or like on hand for any for shit for that matter um, so I kind of just always just tell her what I want and then she makes it happen you know and so she told me about uh, or she designed this logo and it basically says smoke brisket not meth and it has this little sugar skull guy and he's fucking barbecuing and it's such a good fucking shirt dude it's such a good fucking shirt so if you want to smoke brisket not meth shirt i'm gonna start selling those too at shows but anyway i was looking forward to doing this gig in phoenix because i knew that because of the club i was gonna make a lot of money with merch and i'm moving so i need all the money i can get right Right before I go on, the headliner says, Hey, if you have any jokes about pronouns, can you please not do them? Because I have a bit and I don't want them to hear any. And in my mind, I'm like, are you fucking serious, dude? Like, you're going to tell me what I can and can't fucking talk about? Now, here's the thing, you guys. Okay, this person didn't ask me to go open for them I booked this through the club the reason why that's important is because a lot of famous people perform at these clubs the this chain that I that I work now and the really famous people are able to bring their openers because they have they're famous and they're gonna draw good crowds so they're allowed to bring whoever they want because the club is just glad that they're performing at that club then you have other headliners who are not big names who don't have the leverage to bring their own openers and that's what this guy was so i got booked on my own merit not he didn't ask me so the rule in comedy is generally unless you're the headliner that is bringing the people to open for you like if you called me and said hey i want you to open for me you know you're basically putting money in my pocket that wasn't there before now, if you want to take me on the road and then be like, hey, do me a favor. Don't do a bit about this or don't do that bit. It sucks because if you're a real headliner, you should be able to fucking... Unless the joke is the same, which it shouldn't be. We all have, you know, observations and opinions on certain things. You know, how many jokes have we heard about men versus women and women versus men and, you know, Mexicans. And, I mean, it's all... It's all refurbished and, you know, rebranded and, you know, everyone has their take on it. But if you're a real headliner, it shouldn't matter what the person in front of you is fucking talking about because you're supposed to be the guy and you're supposed to be the quote unquote headliner. You should be able to follow anybody. I know I'm not saying that I could follow Dave Chappelle, but I'd be willing to fucking try. I followed Bill Burr. I've followed Chris Rock. Like I've fucking gone after fucking killers. You just got to have that fucking confidence, dude, you know? So he told me right before I went on stage, I'm talking minutes before I'm going on stage, not to do any bits on this topic. And it's a topic that I sell merchandise for. So now in my mind, I'm like, if I can't do this bit, I can't fucking sell these wristbands and I make more money off of the wristbands that I sell than any of my products. So now I'm fucking pissed. Luckily, I still have two other items of merch that I can sell, but I'm fucking pissed now because now essentially you're taking money out of my pocket and I do not like that. Okay, so then he so we, we do like a rough like a, a it's a real show, but it's essentially the dress rehearsal on Thursday. He's not he's not really filming on Thursday. He's filming just so he can kind of like make his last notes and stuff. But the real filming is going to be taking place on Friday and Saturday. So we got two shows on Friday, two shows on Saturday. So before the Friday shows, he says, hey, uh, you know that bit that you do about this? Can you not do that bit? And I'm like, motherfucker, you already told me I can't do a fucking bit 
that's already like seven, eight minutes out of my act. And now you're fucking taking another seven to eight minutes out of my act. And now you're also telling me that I can't do another fucking bit that I sell merch for. And now I'm like, I want to fucking fight this dude. Like, you're a fucking bitch, dude, okay? If you can't fucking follow me doing bits about certain topics, then you don't deserve to be headlining. And that's why you're in a place where you can't bring your fucking openers. You're a fucking nobody. Nobody came to see this guy. Everyone that came, I guarantee you, everybody that came to the fucking club that weekend was there to see comedy, and it was just a coincidence that he was there. How do I know this? Nobody was fucking there on Thursday. Nobody was fucking there on Sunday. The crowds were fucking weird. He did not have... Like, some comics are big enough to have, like, their crowds. And for some people, their crowds are really fun. He doesn't have a crowd. So he was doing his material. And a lot of the jokes that he was doing, especially, like, the abortion stuff was not going over well because it's Arizona and you can't fucking talk about abortion in Arizona, especially in North Arizona, Northern Phoenix, where it's a lot of conservative white people, Maricopa County. Yeah. You remember that in the news for the ballots and all that shit, dude, that's where we were. Okay. So the thing, the difference is if it's your crowd, then you can say those jokes and people will laugh at you. But if it's not your crowd, you're not going to get all the jokes over, you know? And so that's what's pissed me off. I'm like, now you're fucking telling me I can't talk about stuff. And not only can I not talk about certain things, but you're taking more money out of my fucking pocket, you piece of shit, dude. And now I'm fucking pissed. And then he cut our time. So now, instead of doing 25 minutes, and then the other guy doing 20 minutes, we're both doing 10 minutes before this guy. And so now it's like, I can't, I can barely sell stuff because... I'm only doing 10 minutes, so I can't even sell all of my stuff because I can't do the jokes, but now the rest of this fucking stuff that I have, I can't, I mean, I can maybe sell it, but it's like, I need, I don't need more than 10 minutes, but I kind of do, you know, like, there's a reason that they have us doing 20 and 25 minutes because it gives you a chance to get to know the comic, and then you could sell your fucking merch, make the money that you're going to make, and so at the end of the weekend, I think I only sold... I'm honestly not sure, but it wasn't nearly as much as I could have. Like, I usually, the last couple times I've done these clubs, I've sold out of my shit, and I didn't come anywhere near that, so I didn't make a huge profit, and it fucking pissed me off, because, I mean, I still made a profit, but I could have made hundreds of more dollars because of this fucking piece of shit, so I was very fucking pissed. Um, Other than that, I had fun, you know? I, I, I had some good food in Scottsdale. I went on a really nice, I mean, you know, it was like a 14-mile run. Like, I don't know. I guess that's nice. Um, but it was like 105 degrees, so, like, I almost fucking died. But, you know, like, over the last few months, I've ran in Washington. I've ran in Oregon. I've ran in Nevada. I've ran in Texas. I've ran in California, obviously. I ran in Arizona. Um, I ran in New Mexico, like I just run in all these different states and that probably doesn't sound fun to some of you guys, but it's just fun to me. Like I can just go somewhere. Obviously I'm going to find a gym, but like that I can just get out and run and it. It's a great way to see like certain parts of whatever place you're in. Like when I was in Oregon and I was running through the fucking like the green belt they had and you're like kind of in the forest like it was beautiful dude like you're just in nature and i didn't see any deer but like there were signs like watch out for deer and stuff and i'm like that would be so fucking cool to like run and you see a fucking deer you know like you definitely don't get that in la um and then you know running in new mexico it's like running through fucking mars and then running in arizona you're like you're in scottsdale you're like running through golf courses and lakes and shit and it's just like for me, it's cool. Like, I, I, I've set a new goal for myself. I don't know how, how long it's going to take me to achieve this goal. But I would love to run in different states. You know, like, in all, in all 50 states. Like, that would be fucking... If you want to talk about career goal, that's a career goal. To be able to perform. Because I would have to perform. I wouldn't just go to... I mean, I guess I would go to Montana. But I would... I would I, I know I can do comedy there. So, I would want to do comedy. Um, but just to be able to say I ran in all 50 states. Yeah, even Alaska. 
um, especially Hawaii, like Rhode Island, Maine, like I want to fucking run in all those places, you know, um, and I want to get to the point where, um, you know, Kevin Hart was doing this in LA for a while, and I think he just stopped because he got too famous, but he would be like, hey guys, we're going to meet, you know, at Santa Monica Pier, we're going to go for a run on Saturday, and it's like, how cool would that be? I know Brendan Schaub does it, he'll meet, you know, when he's in a city, and he'll find a bike trail, and all these people will go bike riding with him, because he has a big following, like, I would love to do that, like, I'm like, all right, guys, we're in, we're going to be at the end of the mountain gods in New Mexico, you know, there's a nice trail there, we're going to meet, you know, in the morning at nine o'clock, we're all going to go for a run, like, I would fucking love to do that, Um, and it's something that you can do anywhere, you know, obviously, I mean, at this point now, I don't even care about weather, you know, I've ran in extreme cold, you know, I've ran in single digit temperatures this year, all the way up to 110 degree temperatures and everything in between, like, I'll fucking run anywhere, it's so fun for me, and running is a thing, if you can't run, you can walk, you could build up to a run, you know, you don't need to go to a gym, you could just fucking get out there, put your feet on the pavement, and fucking go, dude, okay, and what better way to to get fit, and then to get some vitamin D, you get endorphins, you get vitamin D, which is very good for you, very good for your brain, very good for oxytocin, uh, or not oxytocin, uh, fuck, there's a hormone that you get when you're out in the sun, and I forget what it is, if it makes you feel better, maybe it's oxytocin, I thought oxytocin is what you get when you hug people, anyway, um, it's just great, so um, I just want to share that, you know, fuck that guy, I didn't make enough money, so if you guys see my shirts online when I'm posting about it, if you want to fucking buy a shirt, I didn't tell you guys that to buy a shirt, I just wanted to tell you how big of a piece of shit he was, Um, (laughs) but uh, that being said, I think we're good, man, Uh, if you're listening to this, um, I'm going to be in Arizona again, I'll be at Laughs Tucson a week from Friday, um, September 1st and 2nd, it's one of my favorite clubs in the country, um, so fun. I've started as an MC there and, you know, getting to get moved up. Like, it's just fucking awesome for me. The crowds are always great. I got my barbecue places. I got my barbecue place that I go to. I got a burger place. There was a churro place, but I think they're closed now. I'm not sure. But, um, and then a week from Sunday, we're going to be at Mic Drop in San Diego. I'm very excited about that. If you're in San Diego, Labor Day weekend definitely come i would really appreciate a good turnout to that i brought i'm bringing some really funny comics my buddy juliana who you guys may or may not know she's been on the podcast a couple times i've done a bunch of shows with her like she's like my little sister uh, i love her to death um and then i'm also bringing a comic by the name of autumn brewer who's really funny and her boyfriend cole sala I think I'm pronouncing his name right, is also very funny, so they're going to be with me at Mic Drop, and then also on Monday, September 4th, I'm going to be at the uh, Honda Casino in Sholo, I think it's called, or Pine Top, one of those two, I, can't, I always forget which one it is, I think it's both, technically, but I think the actual casino is Sholo because it's on the reservation, and then the town is called Pine Top, don't quote me on that, but I think that's what it is, but that's where I'm going to be Monday, Um, And then a week from that, September, I think the dates are 8th and 9th, I'm going to be in Steamboat Springs, Colorado, and I've never been, but I heard that it's fucking beautiful, and I'm so excited, so I'm going to be at Steamboat Springs headlining there, Um, I'm very excited, and that'll kind of be the last of this run that I've been on for the last few months, I'm going to have a few weeks where I can settle down and, you know, hopefully move, um, my date is kind of fluid, but I'm aiming to be in Austin by the end of September. By the, I'm really aiming to be by the middle of September, but just with the way things are lining up, it might be a little bit later um, than that, but hopefully not too much later because I'm just really excited to start this next chapter of my life. But anyway, you guys, um, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, you guys know what to do. Leave a, leave a review, rate it. It helps me with the algorithm. It helps me grow this podcast and come check out a show please send your friends to come see me if they're there. And uh, thanks for listening to the camera ads 10 pounds. I will see you guys next time. Bye.